It is Monday, March 1st, 2021, and you are tuned into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. Today, we recap the racing from the weekend, including a championship for Chris Madden and the ending of a six-year wind drought for Tim Wagaman. We also have more details on Jonathan Davenport's situation. Tyler Swank is out at KCP Racing, and Alex Bowman released his team's 2021 schedule, so let's jump in. On Saturday at Modoc Raceway in South Carolina, the Extreme Dirt Car Series was in action to crown their series champion. Chris Madden entered the race with a 25-point advantage in the standings over Kyle Strickler and needed to finish sixth or better regardless of what Strickler did to take the $15,000 championship. For the feature, it was Christian Hanger and Trent Ivey who led the field to green from the front row. Strickler started fourth and Madden 13th. Unfortunately for the front row starters, Ivey ended up slipping to 12th and Hanger suffered a flat tire and finished 20th. Out front, the race turned into a three-way battle for the lead between Dustin Mitchell, Ross Bales, and Brandon Overton, with each ultimately leading laps. Late in the going with Bales out front, Overton used lap traffic and the top side to grab the lead and drive away to his second extreme dirt car series win of the season. Bales finished second, Mitchell third, Hudson O'Neill fourth, and Kyle Strickler was fifth. Madden's charge from 13th to 6th was good enough to see him lock up his second straight series title. Got to see some great racing, four different winners in six races, and a championship battle to the end between Strickler and Madden. You can't really ask for much more than that. Really fun racing with the Extreme Dirt Car Series this season. After being postponed a week due to weather, Lincoln Speedway's season opener, the icebreaker, did happen on Saturday afternoon. Kyle Moody led the early going from the pole, but Tim Wagaman made a move down the backstretch five laps in to take the lead. From there, Wagaman was able to hold off the field over the remaining laps to take Lincoln Speedway's opener. Moody finished second, Tim Gladfelter third, Alan Crimes fourth, and Matt Campbell was fifth. Defending truck champion Freddie Raymer pulled off early and finished 26th. Danny Dietrich was 21st. The win was Wagaman's first since August of 2014. Really interesting scene at Lincoln on Saturday. Uh, I believe they had some snow in the morning, uh, and they were encouraging people that were going to come to the race to bring 4x4 vehicles because the parking lots were a little bit of a mess. I even saw videos of people doing like mudslides and all kinds of crazy things in the parking lot there at Lincoln, but glad they got that first show of the season in. Other weekend sprint car winners included Blake Carrick in 360 action at Marysville, Jamie Veal won down under at Sungold Stadium, and Michael Pickens won at Western Springs. Other weekend late models Model winners include Peyton Freeman at Livonia and Dalton Jacobs in 602 action at Fayetteville. For more weekend, uh, weekend winners, visit tjslideways.com and dirtondirt.com. Looking ahead to this week, we've already had our first weather-related cancellation. The Word of Outlaws late model event at Duck River Raceway Park that was scheduled for Friday has been lost to saturated grounds and more wet weather in the forecast. Saturday's 12,000 to win show at Smoky Mountain Speedway is still on as scheduled. For more information, visit wordofoutlaws.com. We talked back on Friday about Jonathan Davenport's status with the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series with him deciding to race at Bristol, which conflicts with the next two Lucas races. In a story on DirtOnDirt.com, Davenport told Kevin Kovac that he hasn't officially decided to leave Lucas yet, but that with the history of Atomic and Brownstown being affected by weather, they figured they'd roll the dice. This was also an important opportunity for his sponsor, Nutrient Ag Solutions, partnering up with Kyle Busch. He and his team plan on racing Bristol, but will keep an eye on weather and see how it plays out. Depending on where they end up racing, they will make a decision about the rest of their season afterwards. To see more details, including a 
bunch of quotes from Superman. Visit dirtondirt.com. I got an email late last week from Don, who is a viewer of the show, asking about the situation with Tyler Swank and the KCP Racing Sprint Car team. Back on Wednesday last week, Jeremy Elliott mentioned on his podcast that Swank had been released by KCP after just 10 races working with Gio Selzy. In five all-star starts this season, Gio has three top 10 finishes with a best of fifth at East Bay. He finished 16th and 23rd at Volusia with the Outlaws. Swank had been the crew chief of the 18 since the beginning of 2020 with KCP. KCP working with Ian Madsen and was obviously just a short time into working with Geo and that new Toyota engine. There's been no formal release from the team about Swank's departure or who will replace him. I asked around a bit to get some details and don't really know much more than Jeremy reported on his show. I have heard who the replacement is, but as a general rule for the show, I'm not going to delve too far into rumors or stories like this until the team announces something. I'm not a reporter and rumors can be a very slippery slope. Much more interested in analysis, breaking things down and what things mean than I am in breaking news and trying to be the first to a quote unquote story. Hearing about Swank's release, though, doesn't surprise me. Things change so quickly in dirt racing, especially when it comes to drivers and crew guys. In this case, someone decided this pairing wasn't working out and the owners chose to ride with Geo and find a new head wrench. It's a pretty common story, uh, you know, w with racing, with dirt racing for sure. Swank is an experienced and talented crew chief, though, and he won't be on the market for long. I've talked to a lot of drivers and crew chiefs in the last several years about these situations, and it all comes down to chemistry. It takes the right combination of driver, crew chief, chassis, engine, and crew guys to really make these teams successful, but these situations are constantly evolving. One minute you're the guy on top of the world, and the next you're looking for a spot. If you listen to my recent conversations episode with Drew Warner, he talked about this a little bit with Rico. They win outlaw shows one year, and the next Drew is on the street looking for another job. Getting these combinations right is incredibly difficult and owners will be quick to make a move if they feel it's necessary. With the Outlaws scheduled to race this weekend, I'm sure we'll hear something soon from KCP about who is the new crew chief, so stay tuned for that. When NASCAR Cup driver Alex Bowman first showed off his sprint car a few months ago, we thought we'd see uh, it debut at Arizona Speedway for the Wild Wing Shootout, but the event came and went without Bowman's team. But on Friday, Bowman released his team's 2021 schedule via his Twitter account. Through the year, ABR will compete in 29 events, entering CJ Leary in a sizable winged sprint car schedule that includes local shows and appearances with the World of Outlaws and All-Stars. Bowman himself is actually listed on the schedule for four 410 races, two at Attica and two at Fremont late in July. ABR will also field an asphalt midget for Josh Wise in four events, all at Lucas Oil Raceway near Indy. It's been quite a few years since we saw Josh Wise race at all, let alone in an open wheel car. His duties as a driver coach in recent seasons have kept him busy as he works with some of NASCAR's best and brightest, but it will be cool to see him strap back in a race car. Leary is better known for his non-wing sprint car exploits, uh, but he'll be another of that breed to dabble in winged competition this season. We've seen a lot of guys kind of make this move, um, you know, if not full-time, at least part-time. Uh, guys like Chris Windham getting in a few starts, and Tyler Courtney has moved over to the All-Stars full-time this year. 
Leary hasn't raced with the Outlaws since 2018 um, himself, but uh, it'll be interesting to see how he is able to fare this year as well. And whereas in the past, Hendrick Motorsports wasn't you know super keen on their drivers running dirt, uh, that stance seems to have taken a complete 180 this year. Between signing Kyle Larson, Chase Elliott running a midget, and now Bowman planning 410 starts. Somewhere I bet Casey Kane is wondering where this line of thinking was when he raced for them. To see the full ABR schedule, find at Alex underscore Bowman on Twitter. The hits just keep on coming for California Dirt Race. They've lost the Spring Outlaw Swing, the early season ASCS events, and now the Trophy Cup. The 2020 event was originally pushed to May 27th through 29th this year, but now that has been called off as well. They do hope to have the event later in the year with racing scheduled for October 21st through 23rd. Thunderbolt Raceway hasn't seen a single lap of dirt racing since Trophy Cup in 2019. When it finally happens, the event for 360 Sprint Cars will feature a $200,000 purse with the winner taking home $27,000. For more details, visit trophycup.org. There is nothing on the streaming schedule today except Flow Racing 24-7. To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. That's it for the show today. Hope everyone has a good Monday. You can find Dirt Tracker Daily on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or where you get podcasts. Please subscribe and leave a review. You can also watch the show every day on YouTube and Facebook. You can email the show at info at dirttracker.com. I do check those every single day. You can follow Dirt Tracker on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Dirt Tracker. You can check out the website for all kinds of cool dirt racing stuff by visiting dirttracker.com. If you'd like to get email updates from Dirt Tracker, you can sign up at dirttracker.com slash newsletter. And you can follow me personally on Twitter at Justin underscore Fiedler. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily.